How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in to Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Excellent throw and catch, just gets inside, uses his big body. No answer for number 87. Players Only. All right, we are back. What we are expecting to be the second to last Players Only show. Uh, and we're back in the building. We're on location for the first time ever. I've been doing this for five years all from the studio, but we are out in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Looking forward to the Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58. If you've been listening to our show throughout the season, you know we break the show down in quarters. The first quarter is normally a recap of the previous game, but there wasn't a previous game to chat about since we had the show last week. But we have a special, special guest. We're going to throw a little curveball here and have a guest on early. Do remember that the phone lines, the text lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. 7610, but we are truly, truly blessed, truly fortunate to have this brother here with me, a former teammate of mine, out of the University of Delaware, 1987 fourth round pick. Uh, he's done some amazing things, been in the broadcasting for 16 years, uh, played for multiple teams, the Vikings, the Redskins, and the Raiders, but we all know him best especially for me know him best as his time with the chiefs from 95 to 98 we got rich gannon in the building what's going on rich dana it is so good to be with you i've never seen anything like this you and i are looking at it, the skyline here in vegas stadium swim uh here at circa this is yeah. a, this is an incredible facility i was just down looking at the sports book I, i've never seen it, it if you're talking about bigger and better this is the place but it's awesome to be with you you, you and i uh, we go way back. I, I've said to, said this to you a number of times. I played with a lot of good players. I played with a lot of smart players. I played with a lot of tough players. You were all of them. And Appreciate that, it, brother. It was so much fun to play with those teams. We had some great teams. Yeah. It still pains me that uh, we couldn't get over the hump. But uh, I'm so happy for you and for Mitch and, and for the whole team uh, because you guys are a part of it and you guys are – on this ride, this incredible ride. I mean, it's uh, four Super Bowls in five years. You gotta I know. Be, you got to be kidding me. I know, right? Who I mean, would have thought like, this? This is like a dynasty. <laughs> yes, it is. You know? Especially if we win it. For us in the Chiefs' kingdom, we already considered a dynasty, but I know there's the arguments out there <laughs> by all the pundits about how many you have to win to be a dynasty. But man, Sometimes people don't understand how difficult it is to make a first down. Yeah. Forget about winning the game. <laughs> I'm just making a first down. It's hard sometimes, trust me. And then, and then to win, and I look at what – 
you know, this team has done. A lot of, of course, we all focus on the quarterback and Patrick and what he's done. I mean, you look at what they've done in the division. I know. 30 and 5 in the AFC West. Unreal. Absolute dominance. Yes, yes. You know, and I always say the hardest thing to do in football is to go on the road in the division and win. Mm-hmm. And they've made it look easy. And, of course, you know, you look at, you know, this season, you could even say record-wise, this is a down season for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And yet they're still one of the best teams in the league. I think they're getting hot at the right time. I think the defense has been a big story as I go, went, went back and watched the games against Miami and, and Buffalo and, 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 and certainly the, the Baltimore Ravens. What they did to the Ravens certainly got a lot of people's attention. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the quarterback, Dan, you know, you know, let's just be honest. You know, those teams in 95 and 97, that's the one position that held us back. You know, it just – if we would have had that quarterback, I think that, uh, you know, you and I would have a couple more Super Bowl rings. But, uh, you know, that, that's that's the reality. They, they had, the Chiefs have – I always say he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the best player yeah. in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's a special, special time. And you mentioned a 95-97 season. We actually did have a quarterback <laughs> in both of those years. You're sitting right, I'm sitting right next to him, especially in 97. Like, yeah. We can go down that road yeah. a whole other time with some cocktails or something. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. This is an incredible venue, Stadium Swim. You actually got people in the pool, some dudes and some, some ladies in well, the pool. Well, it's heated at like 98 degrees. 98 degrees. It's probably like, I would say it's probably, maybe upper 50s but that those pools are at 98 degrees so it doesn't seem like it's bothering the folks and my sense is Dana you know they're all Chiefs fans they're yeah. all here I know there's a big pet rod tonight you're going to be a part of it yes, that's going to be insane you got the Chiefs fans on one time side and 49ers on the other side I don't know how it's going to work gonna out clash this is going to be like uh-huh. uh, 300 right was that movie with, uh... did, did you bring your brass knuckles or what man hey, I'm yeah. Jersey you know I'm Jersey boy I don't know how you throw down you know <laughs> Yeah, Rich, you talk about this Chiefs team, and, and obviously you get a chance to see every team deep in with your broadcasting, your interviewing coaches. What do you see about the culture of this Chiefs organization? We knew it was special when we were playing for it, but it's, it's at a different level now. I think the hardest thing to handle in professional sports, and particularly in professional football, and you can speak to this too, Dana, is success. Mm-hmm. You know, success doesn't always b- bode well with players and coaches, and I think it's really hard to win a Super Bowl and even come back the next year and have a winning record. I mean, yeah. history tells us that. Look what happened to the Philadelphia Eagles. They raced off to a 10-1 start, and then they crashed and burned. It's hard to get back to a, a you know a Super Bowl. So I look at what the Chiefs have gone through this year. There was some adversity. There's no question about it. You know, you look at the struggles that the receivers had. You look at the impact it had on the offense, the quarterback, some injuries. You know, I think, you know, you, you talk about playing complimentary football. There was weeks there where the offense would play real well. Defense didn't play so well. Offense, weeks where the offense wasn't as dynamic and explosive, mm-hmm. and yet the defense played really well. I think in the last couple of weeks, it's all seemed to come together. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think what's so impressive is their ability. It's like the Buffalo Bills went to those four Super Bowls. They didn't win them, but to, to get the four Super Bowls was, was something that, you know, I don't think will ever, maybe it never be done again, yeah. although certainly the Chiefs are trying to, trying to do that. But I just think their ability to keep it together, mm-hmm. to keep the locker room tight, you know what I mean? they got a great culture and environment. I think Andy and the staff do a great job with these players. And I think when your best players are your hardest working mm-hmm. and most disciplined, toughest, smartest, great leaders, then that helps. And I yeah. think when you got guys like Kelsey and Mahomes and, you know, we can go on and on, you know, the type of players that – 
I think others look up to, that, that really makes a difference. Yeah, I think when you talk about the culture, that's been the biggest story to me this season because of the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, specifically on offense. But it could have easily gone off the rails. Oh, you easily. could have had Patrick Mahomes be, you know, maybe have a diva moment and throw receivers under the bus, but he didn't do that. Wouldn't do it. It was, to me, one of the most impressive feats of the season is to see how he handled it. And, Rich, he had an, uh, a specific interview at one time where he to, where he was talked to about and asked the question about how do you still trust these guys and he said and I thought it was a sign of huge maturity on his part he said you guys see what happens on Sunday and I understand from a viewer standpoint you can be frustrated the passion etc Chiefs Kingdom I see what happens Monday through Saturday and I see the work that these guys put in and that's what garners my trust so I'm going to keep giving it to them keep giving it to them and we're going to be a better team for it fast forward as you mentioned and this is where we're at you know i think that i always say the great quarterbacks have the ability to absorb as much of the criticism Mm -hmm. when things aren't going well and deflect as much of the attention away from themselves when things are going well and i think patrick does a really good job of that i think his 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 willingness to hang on and work with these young receivers Rasheed rice look at how well he's played here the unbelievable last, the last month and a half and i think you know there are going to be times where a guy drops a ball i mean nobody wants to do it on purpose but you gotta you gotta hang in there with them you, you know they're trying as hard as they can i think the one thing about andy that's always impressed me going back to his days in philadelphia I, I've, I've gotten to know andy alone i've never played for andy i, I in hindsight i would have loved that opportunity mm-hmm. But Andy doesn't give up on players. Yeah. You know, when a guy has a drop, he's going to bring him back in practice, get him on the jugs machine, get him reps, and, and build him back up, and then put him back out there and give him a second chance. There, there are other coaches in this league that the minute you put the ball on the ground, the minute you don't take care of it, you're out of the game, yeah. and you may never play again. But that's not the way Andy's done it, and I think players respect that. I think players see that. And I think your ability – I think the, the Chiefs' ability, Brett Veach is a big part of this, the ability to identify talent, draft them or recruit them and get them in the building of free agency and then develop that mm-hmm. talent. That, to me, has been really impressive over that stretch of six years. Yeah, you mentioned about Andy Reid and the guy being about second chances. I can remember numerous times during this season and even last season, Isaiah Pacheco coughed the ball yeah. up. He gets the ball the next series. Rasheed Rice drops or fumbles. Not so sure Marty would have done that. I know, right? Yeah, we were, we <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love Marty, but he put the ball on the ground. <laughs> that was it. Hey, you may be coming out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but it, ta- it speaks to the culture. Yeah. And, and Andy Reid, I think, is at, at the pinnacle of that. So it's great that you guys on a national level get to see what we're experiencing in the Chiefs' kingdom. You know, someone, someone said to me the other day, they said, well, talk about Patrick Mahomes a little bit and, and – and, uh, you know, what do you like about him? I said, yeah, honestly, like, I don't really care for him. And he said, why? I said, because he bothers me. He makes it look too easy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I love the guy, you know, in all seriousness. But honestly, Dan, you know that's not hard. I know. And that guy goes out and he does things that I'm just telling you that aren't easy. And he makes it look easy. I always say, like, some quarterbacks make the easy throws look difficult. Yeah. Like, it's a hitch route and they one-hop it. Or the guy has to make a miracle catch. Not Patrick. He makes the difficult throws look easy. Exactly. But I, I, when I see what he does, I have such appreciation for his game. I think his ability to never panic, mm-hmm. his ability to keep his eyes down the field, the ball in a throwing position, and his ability to process and absorb a lot of information quickly and efficiently. I think the best trait that he has is his ability to create and manufacture a play when things break down. Left tackle swings and misses, no problem. You know, make a guy miss and make a big play. Tight end falls down on the cross and route, no problem. You know, he, he just he just has this this really calm presence about him, which – 
you know, having played the position, it's not always that easy, but he makes it look easy. Yeah, indeed. We got Rich Gannon here on Players Only. The phone lines, the text lines are open, 913-586-7610. Rich, from a quarterback's perspective, like, there's so much that goes into the game, so much that we know when we break the huddles, wide receivers, we're looking at the defense, we're scanning where the safeties are. Is he eight yards deep, nine yards deep? Is one staggered? Is he on the hash versus middle? Uh, press coverage, is his eyes looking in? All the different tips and tip-offs. Patrick Mahomes has such an uh, incredible ability of pre-snap recognition. You speak to you played that position. Yeah. Like how huge is that to break the huddle, you know, Andy does a great job, Matt Nagy, getting the play in. They usually break the huddle by 15, 16 seconds left on the play clock, and he has carte blanche to basically shift guys, move guys, and get the defense to tell the tale of what they're trying to do on that play. He's got a lot of tools in his toolbox, right? He's got a lot of experience. He's been in a lot of critical situations. He's got a lot of reps from the system, so he knows what to do. And then you bring up a great point. You know, your ability is you break the line of scrimmage, you break the huddle, and you walk the line of scrimmage. A lot of quarterbacks are doing different things. Mm-hmm. Some quarterbacks, it's going really fast for them. They can't get the game to slow down. For Patrick Mahomes, it's almost like he's in cruise control. It's almost like things begin to slow down. I think he, he's so dialed in. He can see a corner on the left, left, left side of the field that instead of his heels being at 10, Maybe they're at eight. Yeah. You know, what's going on with that? Or the safety who's normally you know, two yards outside the hash. Now, all of a sudden, he's four yards or five yards. Why? Oh, maybe they're going to bring a corner blitz. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, I think he sees the field so well. And I think, you know, he knows. He it's like know, a beautiful mind. It's a like beautiful the, yeah. mind. It just slows down. And I think he, he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox. He's got a lot of freedom and flexibility within mm-hmm. the system to change plays, change protections, hand signal, do all the things, kill plays, and, and, and check with me. It's all the things that he has because he's earned the right to have. He's, yeah. he's, he's shown Andy and the coaching staff, like, I can handle it. Give me more. And I think the best quarterbacks want control at the line of scrimmage, and I think that's what Patrick has. Well, you and I both played in the West Coast offense, so Paul Hackett and Jimmy Ray and in Kansas City. I'm assuming there Mike was a, McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, that's, that's right, as the quarterback coach. I'm assuming there was a version of the West Coast when you went to Oakland yeah, there was. after leaving Kansas Very City. Very similar. This is a new version. This is like, you know, Madden 2024 yeah. version of the West Coast offense because there's different nuances. It's not just about yeah. – a 12-yard hook and yeah. a seven-step glance and be, and line up on the outside edge of the numbers, inside edge of the numbers. These are the things we're doing. Speak to that, like, the shift. Like, there was a shift when you went to Oakland from Kansas City. Now you're seeing the shift with multiple teams and the West Coast, I got air quotes, West Coast offense. Yeah, Andy's been in the system a long time. I think it's evolved over the years. I think you, you build a, a system of football around the, the personnel that you have, and certainly Patrick Mahomes is a unique player. You know, I think I think what's what's so special and unique about this relationship between Andy and Patrick is that they've been together for you know six seasons. You know, starting I yeah, think started seven, for six, yep. seven, but six that where Patrick has been the guy. And what happens is, is you, you've got some history in the system. When there's a problem, you know how to quickly fix it because you have some history in the system. You, you've got this continuity. You've got this language that you speak. What's happening in other situations, I always, I always call it the Alex Smith syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we know Alex. Alex had five different coordinators in five years in San Francisco. His right. first five years. Jimmy Ray was one of them, Norb Turner, Mike McCarthy. You know, he had all these different guys, and it was really hard for him. Yeah. And I think we see it with, with other quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts is going to have three coordinators in three, you know, in three years. I mean, it's just it's insane. And, and what happens is you're always having to stop and start. You know, I think you look at Bryce Young in Carolina. I know. Two different play callers in his first year, and now they fire the staff, and now he's going to have a, a different – three – I mean, it's – so it's, it's, it's a dysfunctional setup. But when you look at Patrick, 
I mean, he's been in that same system. It's like Peyton Manning was in the same system. Yeah. Drew Brees and Sean Payton for 15 years. I just had Drew Brees on our radio show today. Drew Brees threw for 80,000 yards. <laughs> I'm like, 80,000 yards? How do you do that? Well, he says, yeah, it's easy. It's like 4,000 yards for 20 straight seasons. I'm like, but 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 him and Sean were together forever. And so time, you're constantly, yeah. you know, you're, you're constantly building as opposed to just starting over. And I think yeah. that's what makes Patrick and Andy so unique. These guys have been together. They have history together. And – when a problem arises, they know how to quickly fix it. And I, I think that tells the story of some of this dysfunction in the NFL. Oh, there's no question. Like putting kids, first-round pick, number one picks, oh, oh. in situations where they have multiple coordinators. Uh, it's it's kind of the culture of the league where you have to win yesterday. Guy signs as a head coach, he should already be 2-0. and oh. It's only April. Yeah. Like uh, there's no patience. There's no understanding of – building up and I think that's one of the great things even though there's been multiple coordinators Eric Bieniemy, Matt Nagy you know Doug Peters I mean you know the list but the goes system on stayed the but same. the system stayed the same and the the hierarchy stayed the same and that's why you can get to a point of being in six straight AFC championships and being in four or five Super Bowls you know you bring up a great point about you know young quarterbacks and different systems and play colors and all the change around a young quarterback which is never a good thing but what happens is then the player loses confidence yeah and then the team starts to lose confidence in the young quarterback. We saw that with Zach Wilson with the Jets. I, I can name a number of quarterbacks. And then, you know, the owner begins to lose confidence and the coaches and then the fans start to lose confidence. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you got a train wreck. You know, you have to rehabilitate the player at some point. And that's what's going to have to happen with Zach Wilson and the Jets. He was, you know, he's, he was picked too soon in the draft, played before he was ready to play, had a bad. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Experience. Now he's probably has to go to another team and start over. And that's that's what happens, unfortunately, with some young quarterbacks. Yeah, sad, sad part of the business. This is Rich Gannon with us, MVP of the NFL back in 2002, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time first team, all pro, and definitely my favorite quarterback I had in Kansas City, one of my favorite teammates as well. Blue-collar guys, East Coast guys, we were able to make – Make way of it in the NFL. I really appreciate you, Rich, coming out. Uh, we're going to go to break now. Rich, if you want to stick I around. Want, I, was, I got one set of calls, man. I need some calls. All man. right. All right. We got to get some calls. 913-586-7610. Call us. You got, we got Dan. We got Big Jacks. We got other guys that are faithful. Call us. Let's talk with Rich in the second segment. Players Only with Dane and Hughes, brought to you by Cops Pizza Sports Bar and Grill, located in Corbin Park, offering carryout, dine-in, and delivery with a full sports bar atmosphere. Go to CopsPizza.com, 610 Sports Radio. My name is D-Nice, take it, take it out, just suck it, you don't know how I did it, yo. 
Bono looking to pass the football. Throws in the middle. Pass is cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. Daniel Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Daniel Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news, and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship. All right, we are back. Players only on location here at Circa Stadium Swim in Vegas. This is going to be a phenomenal week. It's actually been a great week so far, culminating hopefully with the Super Bowl 58 Lombardi Trophy being hoisted by our Kansas City Chiefs. The phone lines, text lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's the Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. We have our esteemed guest that has stayed on for uh, the second segment here, the second quarter of our show, Rich Gannon. Appreciate you being here. He was amped up to hear about some of the callers calling in. So we got Dan from KCK. Dan is like the infusion of Red Bull with a five-hour <laughs> energy chaser. So, Dan, go ahead. We got Rich on. Hey, Dan. Hey, Rich. How you doing? Yeah, I'm ready for the Chiefs that dominate Sunday by two touchdowns, I think. It'll be pretty good. The defense will be ready to stop 30. And uh, i like to ask Rich a question. Rich, I uh, respected Marty's decision to play uh, Gerbach, but I think if you would have been in there, I think we would have gone to the Super Bowl. What did you think of Marty's decision? So what do you think about that? Take care of yourself, guys. All right, Dan, well, we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, look, I love Marty. I, of all the coaches I played for, uh, I just had great respect for him, Dan, in, in, in terms of how he got us prepared to play. Uh, you know, as a, as a player, you don't always agree with the decisions that he made to try to be a good teammate, try to support the other guys, and certainly try to support Elvis. You know, here's the problem I have with the decision. Elvis was out for like seven weeks, yeah. and there's nothing you could possibly do to get yourself in game shape for a playoff game when you've been out for seven weeks. I mean, you, you could be in the training room. Uh, you know, you could try and get on the exercise bike. You could try and get on the treadmill. There's nothing you could do to assimilate what it's going to be like to play in an NFL game, particularly a playoff game against a really good Denver team. So I thought from that mistake, strategically, Marty made a big error because we were playing well offensively. Yeah. We had a great defense. We would have beat the Broncos. And Elvis just simply ran well, out of you gas. Beat, well, you beat the Broncos, you know, yeah, earlier part yeah, of the season yeah, when I, you were at the quarterback. I, I think he just ran out of gas. And, you know, I, I think Elvis was unfortunately put in a bad position. So I, I don't think it was one of Marty's best decisions. I think when you listen to the coaching staff and guys that were on that staff, Jimmy Ray and Mike McCarthy and Paul Hackett, and I think it was a, a decision Marty would like to have back. But, you know, Marty didn't spend a lot of time looking in the rearview mirror. No, no, not that. at all. <laughs> not at all. Made the decision and yeah. moved on. Yeah. Got to see the gleam, right? Got to have the gleam. But, you know, when I, I, see, I see guys like you, and I see Alti, and I see Zotter, and I see Grunhardt, and I see these guys around, and we look at each other, and it's the first thing we think about, you know, know. because that was our opportunity. We, that was a really, really – like, I played on a, a team went to the AC Championship in 2000 with the Raiders. I went to a Super Bowl in 2002. That Chiefs team was better. Better, yeah. It was a really – 95 or 97. I think 95 was a good team, yeah, but I think that 97 team had a chance we to do special, something special. Yeah. yeah. Mark McMillan, I think he led the NFL. In Dale the, Carter, James yeah. Hasty. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it was had, incredible. You know, Talent across had, the board. I mean, you know, it was just a really good team. Yeah. And I think our offensive line with 
Alti and Grunhardt and Zod and Shields. And that, that, I mean, that was just, you know, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. I mean, you know. A young pup, yeah. Tony Gonzalez. You know, we just, it was a good team. Yeah, bro. Yep. Appreciate you, Dan. We got Double J. Double J, what's good? Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call, Damon. Uh, excited for the game on Sunday. I think we're going to bring home another Super Bowl to Kansas City. And uh, uh, I just want to say thank you to you and Rich. Rich, you were one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. Still are. Uh, you're always, you always will be part of Chiefs Kingdom. And uh, we want to be where, where we are where we are at without you guys, Mark. Marty, Carl Peterson, all of those guys. Tony Gonzalez, Trent Green. I mean, you all put us on the map. And Andy and Mahomes right now, they're putting us on the map even further. So, appreciate you guys. Go Chiefs. And let's get another Super Bowl this weekend. Appreciate you guys. You know, I ran into Clark Hunt this week. Uh And, you know, when I saw him, I immediately thought of Lamar and Norma and, you know, how proud he is. And I think about their legacy and what this Super Bowl would mean to them. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, it's pretty cool that he is he, he took on the responsibility, an enormous responsibility to become the, the owner of this team. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he's he's done an amazing Incredible. job. I mean, Incredible. first the decision to go out and get Andy, mm-hmm. and he was he was bold in that move. And then the decision to put the coaches in a, a position and, and, and assemble this, this whole staff and organization. I, I think he's done a great job from a leadership role, and I'm just really happy for, for all Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I have a number of stories about the Hunt family and then obviously now with Clark Hunt, uh, how they've treated us as family. You remember how uh, Lamar Hunt would come around locker to Win, locker. Win, lose, or draw. No matter what. Hey, how you got a great yeah. job today. Hey, we'll get them next time. How's your wife? How's your kids? The humility was yeah. amazing, and right? Insane, insane. We so many stories. And when and we hear about some legacy. of these owners today, and you know, we hear about some of the arrogance and some of the nonsense and some of the way they treat their staff, and you think to yourself, that never happened in Kansas it City. It seems so foreign, them, right? Yep, amazing. We're we're lucky. Yeah, and I, I can remember Lamar, as you said, Danny. We like walking through the locker room, shaking everybody's hand yeah. after a game, after a loss, and like picking up really picking up trash in the parking lot <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, it's just amazing, a, amazing legacy. Yeah, we appreciate. It. We got the text line the first, from the seven eight five. First jersey I ever owned was Gannon. Woo. One of my favorite, my favorite quarterbacks. So we're getting a lot of those on the text line. Keep them coming. We got uh, the phone lines while we got Rich still here. We got, uh, let's go with TJ and KC. TJ, what you got? Hey, hey Rich. Hey, Dan, how are you guys? Thanks for having me and letting me speak with you. Uh, the first caller, Dan, stole my thunder a little bit. I agree. Rich, I think if you started that game and those playoffs, we would have won a Super Bowl way before the, the one we won against the 49ers first time around. But that aside, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask a different question. What do you all think of the media kind of changing their narrative? We were going to be doomed against the Bills, doomed against the Ravens, but now all of a sudden everybody thinks we can just go in and roll the one seed in the NFC in the 49ers. So you can speak a little bit about that, and go Chiefs. You guys have a good rest of your week. Appreciate you, TJ. Yeah, Dana, I, I think that, you know, Based on what the Bills did to the Chiefs during the regular season, I think a lot of people felt like the Chiefs were going to go to Orchard Park and it wasn't mm-hmm. going to end well. You know, yeah. what I mean? and even you listen to Patrick Mahomes and you know, I think they took it upon themselves to say, "All right, you know what? You don't think we can go on the road and do it?" You know, what yeah. I mean, they went out there and they dropped the house on the Bills, and then I think a lot of people and I picked the Chiefs to go and beat at Baltimore. That was documented on my show. I'm not just saying it because I'm 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 on with you guys, but. 
I just really felt I really felt strongly about their defense that they would do a good job against Lamar Jackson. But you know, I think I would, I would say the majority of the national media were all over the Ravens. You yeah, know what I mean, and not even giving the Chiefs a chance. But as I said a number of times, you know me, Dana. I'm not a gambler, but we're in we're, we're in <laughs> Vegas. If I had my last five dollars, I would never ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not just signaling him out. I'm talking about the Chiefs, but but when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, I, I said I've talked to a hundred people this week, different players and coaches, current players former players, coaches from around the league, and he said, if, you know, if you had one player in a got-to-have-it, critical end-of-the-game situation, who would you want? They all say Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I even mean, opposing it's, it's, it's quarterbacks. Not, it's not Joe Burrow. It's not Josh <laughs> Allen. You know what I mean? It's, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, you're right, even opposing <laughs> quarterbacks. <laughs> you know I mean? That's what I love when you watch the NFL Network <laughs> yeah. and they're talking about the top 100 players. Yeah. You got, well, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we would have had the – we, our egos, I think, would have been too big to be admi- able to admit some of the stuff like these I guys know. do now. They just but come it's out just, and say it. Yeah, there's just a lot of respect. But, you know, I think, I think this, the, re- the reality of it is, I mean, is he's such a unique player. And, I mean, you, when you look at what he has done in, in his first six years as a starter, it's just uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, insane, insane. Well, we, got, we still got a couple guys, Jim and Michael, on the line. We got to go to a break here. Rich, you're more than welcome to stay. I know you got other stuff to do. We appreciate your time. We'll tackle some of those texts, and we'll get into the keys to the Chiefs Super Bowl win this Sunday coming up. Players Only with Danon Hughes, brought to you by Cops Pizza Sports Bar and Grill, located in Corbin Park, offering carryout, dine-in, and delivery with a full sports bar atmosphere. Go to CopsPizza.com, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Such a great, great pleasure to have Rich Gannon with us. He had to leave, but we really appreciate his time. He is pulled in multiple directions, as you can imagine, has a daily radio show on the air for three hours on Sirius XM. But he was so gracious to come on over here at Circa Stadium Swim is where we're at on location with players only. Appreciate the callers. We didn't get to everybody for Rich, but I'm still here. You can ask the questions away. Uh, we got the Jays Southland Tow Service text line open 913-586-7610. I think we left off with Jim in Northland. Uh, holding on, Jim, if you're still there, what you yeah, got? Yeah, I'm still there. Hey, I got to ask you a question. I wanted to ask old Rich one, but, uh, you know, that just brings up bad memories. I'm glad he's <laughs> uh, – I just uh, – I had a bowl of chili will, that day. And didn't I will say, it. Jim, I'll say this before you get to your question. Normally, it ruffles my stomach just a bit to talk about 95 and 97, but with Rich, it actually was a fun little chat that we had. So that might have been one of the more fun chats about those missed opportunities back in the 90s. But go ahead. What's oh, your God. question? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I called the radio station. I said if they don't start him, they won't win a playoff game. And, boy, I got beat up by the uh, fans. But, you know, that wasn't Monday Night Quarterback. It still brings up terrible memories. Hey, i got to ask you a question. You know, I'm watching that uh, playoff game against or the championship game that uh, Mr. Relevant was scrambling. Mm-hmm. And I surely didn't know he did that. And I don't know if the Chiefs knew he was capable of that. But to me, that intelligence they've got now could be the difference between a win and a loss. Am I just overemphasizing that, or what's your opinion? Yeah, I think what you're seeing is the emergence of a lot of quarterbacks. Nobody's trying to be Lamar Jackson. No one's trying to be Josh Allen as far as those big quarterbacks or the shifty quarterbacks like Lamar. But what they are recognizing is instead of taking chances down the field, use your legs to live for the next down. And Brock Purdy, has he's only in his second year, people, so he's only recognizing things about his game 
you know, as he continues to get that experience. So I feel like it's just another aspect of his game that maybe he had to be convinced of, maybe he had to get more confidence in. Uh, but the fact remains is that every every quarterback's uh, what do you say benefit? Every quarterback's little ace in the hole is their legs. With the pass rush, the speed of defenses, a lot of times they're trying to take away defensive. Uh, pass. I'm talking takeaway passes that are 20 yards down the field in the middle, and you can scramble for five or six yards and live for the next down and possibly move the chain. So, props to him in such an early part of his career that he's learning how to be more complete quarterback and a dual threat. Not going to be at the clip of Patrick Mahomes or definitely not Lamar Jackson, but he has shown that he can be very effective. Appreciate you, Jim, in that call. We got Michael, Michael from Wichita. What's good? Not much, man. Hey, quick question. As a former point guard, I always had a great relationship with my coaches and always had an open-door policy. I wanted to know if any of you guys that was on that team when Marty put in Elvis Gerbach instead of leaving in our man Rich, did you ever go to him and ask him, one, if he would leave him in, and then two, also, why are everybody assuming that we're going to lose to the 49ers? We're actually 3-1 and one in the last four games that we played against them, and I think we've averaged nearly 30 points against their defense. So I'll hang up and let you respond. I appreciate that. Uh, you split that up, so I'll tackle the first one. No, nobody went to Marty. I feel like those old-school coaches, especially when you think about the Bill Parcells, the Marty Schoenheimers, maybe even the Bill Belichicks, even though he, he's obviously coached into recent years, they had an aura about them, the Joe Gibbs, and you can go through the list, Bill Cowers. They had an aura about them that didn't speak to going to him and saying, hey, I think this guy should play over this guy. Like, that just wasn't the norm back then. So I don't recall. I know there was murmurs and whispers in the locker room. Uh, why Why is Elvis Is Elvis ready? Why, is he gonna, why are we going to play him in this game? But he, he won a bunch of games for us early in the season. But Rich has the hot hand. All of that was chatter. But it was kind of like when you whisper behind your parents' back until they come into the room. So they came in the room, you know, everybody just shut up, and we just went about business trying to win the game with what we had. So uh, in regards to the Niners uh, beating us and everybody having that, I think it's kind of equal across the board. Uh, and this is the Super Bowl. I don't think any of the success that we've had in the past uh, correlates to what's going to happen in this game. Uh, they have retribution on their mind. Even though we've beaten them in the regular season and even in the preseason since that Super Bowl run, it was the Super Bowl. They were up double digits. They did get beat by double digits all in the fourth quarter. If that isn't, uh, you know, fodder for some extra fire from them, I don't know what could be. Uh, being a guy that's been in that locker room, like playing against the Colts the next year after losing to them in the playoffs. Uh, playing against the Broncos the next year after losing to them in the playoffs. There's extra fire that you have that you bring to the table. But everybody can have all that fire they want until they get punched in the mouth. They hit somebody in the mouth, then they got to start making regular, <laughs> regular-minded decisions. And hopefully we can, we can throw that first haymaker like we did against the Bills as well as the Baltimore Ravens. Appreciate that call, uh, Michael. The text line has been on fire. We appreciate everybody shooting out the text with Rich was here. Uh, please tell Rich in the 816, I'll see him later this weekend, I'm sure. Please tell Rich that the Chiefs Kingdom will always love him and count him as one of our best. I don't think there's been another player, especially a player that went on to the Raiders, wind up beating the Chiefs a bunch of times, going to the Super Bowl, winning an MVP, but still so highly regarded 
by the Chiefs kingdom. Nobody more than Rich Gannon, and he's just a top-shelf human being as well. Great family man, awesome dude. Uh, from the 816, my first Chiefs game that I really got into was Rich's first loss to Kansas City since he left. I should have kept them. We should have kept them, but once he was a Raider, then he was the enemy. Nah, I don't think he was the enemy. He was an enemy for the time that he wore that, you know, silver and black. But I don't think he's an enemy for life. So, yeah, business is business. And actually, Rich tried to convince Al Davis when I was a free agent. Rich called me, and he tried to convince Al Davis to bring me on as a free agent signee. Uh, I just didn't fit the mold of the Raider wide receivers. Those guys were all super fast, 4-2, 4-3 receivers. He liked the speed uh, and didn't necessarily appreciate maybe my craft and what I could bring to the table, and I wind up signing with the Saints. But Rich was always an advocate on my side, and he knew I could could have helped them. Uh, thinking back, I'm cool with not ever wearing that jersey. <laughs> I'm cool with not ever being an Oakland Raider back then. Or, and uh, so staying with the Chiefs my entire career, uh, it definitely bode well. I wouldn't be here right now. From the six, five, eight, five, six, three, Rich, favorite QB barbecue spot. I didn't get a chance to ask him, but uh, – you know, there's some great ones there. I'm not even going to get into it. Remember when Elvis Gerback came to Kansas City, I believe it was Elvis that talked about uh, the food and uh, didn't really speak well. It was either Elvis or Steve Bono that did that. So we won't get into it. I got my favorite spots. They're all good, but there's some because I'm a very picky eater that are at the top of my list. Uh, we're going back to the phone line. We got Neil in Lone Jack. Neil, what's good? Hey, guys. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. I'll try to make it brief. I'm just so excited about the opportunity that we have ahead of us to solidify this dynasty. We've talked about this being the golden era of Chiefs football for so many years now, and now we finally get the opportunity, and I'm so thankful every day for this team and this um, era that we have, but to, to especially to be thankful for this opportunity to take advantage and finally solidify this as, as a true dynasty that will live on forever. Uh, the legacy game for Chris Jones and everybody else involved with this team, we're just so excited about it. And I know you're excited about it, especially this entire playoff run, Dan. It has to be so sweet for you to, to get the redemption from that 94-95 team and get that win in Buffalo. And now I know it's going to be even sweeter for you and the rest of Chiefs kingdom if we can get this victory and win a Super Bowl in their building when they haven't even played a playoff game yet, there yet. <laughs> and I just want to say I've, I've been optimistic all week and, and just getting a little more, um, I'll use the C word, confident every day, particularly this morning, the interview that Bob and Josh did with the guy from the radio from, from San Francisco. I'll go into more detail later if, uh, if um, Dirty is on, is on after you guys. But, uh <laughs> Just to say, everything that guy had to say this morning kind of gave me a little bit more confidence that we have the ability to win this game. I'm just so looking forward to it. God bless, guys. Have a good night. Go Chiefs. We appreciate it. Appreciate that support. Yes, this is an ab absolutely incredible window of time to be a Chiefs fan, but we're not done yet. The goal was not just to get here. It is to hoist that trophy. We expect to do that on Sunday. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to break down a little bit more about the matchup, give you some of my insight leading into this game and a couple of keys to victory. 
Players Only with Dane and Hughes. Brought to you by Cops Pizza Sports Bar and Grill. Located in Corbin Park. Offering carryout, dine-in, and delivery with a full sports bar atmosphere. Go to CopsPizza.com. 610 Sports Radio. All right, we are back. Players Only, the fourth quarter, the last segment before the Super Bowl. I am Dane and Hughes. We had Rich Gannon on. Such a gracious gracious guest earlier you can follow rich gannon on social media a great follow you can follow me at danon hughes on instagram at da hughes guy 83 on x slash twitter i'll be active up to the game during the game and after the game so follow me hit me up do whatever but i appreciate all the listeners uh, all the texters all the callers that's the most callers we've had I think in my five years existence on this show. We appreciate it. From the 913, thank you for a great show. It was nice to hear from Rich Gannon. Love your voice and enjoy your show. Let's go. I appreciate that as well. Well, we are coming down to it. Just a few minutes left in this show. And we got to talk about the matchup, the specific matchup. And I'll give you a couple of keys that I think will open the door for us to win another Lombardi trophy. This Chiefs defense, if I would have spoke to anybody if i would have been on air back in august or july and said we have a fully healthy patrick mahomes a fully healthy travis kelsey a fully healthy isaiah pacheco and the defense has been the story and what got us to the super bowl i think they would have drug tested me at odyssey or had me off the air but the fact remains is that steve spagnolo and this defense defensive personnel has done an outstanding job. And because of the star power on offense, I don't know if they get their flowers enough uh, because of how they how consistent the defense has been this season. We know this in the Chiefs' kingdom, uh, but I don't think it's spoken about enough. Fact remains is coming into this game and into this matchup, it's going to be about our defense and our ability to shut down Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Now, that may open the door up for a big play here or there, a chunk play for Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle, who are definitely bona fide superstars as well. But the run game, if everything working for them off the run game, play action, uh, it can dictate how we rush the quarterback, how many lanes are open for maybe him to use his legs and extend drives. So the focus has to be on stopping or at least containing Christian McCaffrey and this run game on our defense. We had we didn't show up the full 60 minutes defensively against the run game uh, against the Buffalo Bills, but we did shut it down in the second half, and the stat that jumps out to me is the adjustments that this defense made. So they may get a couple of plays here and there, a few big plays, but the adjustments that we make to shut them down offensively is going to be key. This Chiefs defense, over the last eight games, has only given up an average of four points in the second half of those games. To think about all the teams we played, and obviously three playoff teams, to have that be a stat tells you about Steve Spagnuolo, this defense, the confidence, and even if they get a little bit gashed early in the game, how they're still able to rally around, and the confidence, the heightened confidence that we would have in our defense. That is one key, shutting down or at least containing Christian McCaffrey. The other, the Chiefs defense has been phenomenal this year, but not so much in regards to taking the ball away until last week when we played 
the Baltimore Ravens, taking the ball away three times in that game. It was one of the few times this season that our giveaway takeaway was actually on the plus side. We have to keep that going in this game. This is a game about mistakes and who makes the, the least amount of mistakes. The Chiefs have an opportunity to be able to take that trophy home if we can minimize our mistakes and play at the same clip we've played in this playoff so far. It's going to be an incredible, incredible experience out here at Arrowhead West, a.k.a. Allegiant Field. The fact that we are hosting a game in the postseason before the Raiders just adds extra juice to it. I am having an amazing time. Hopefully you will have an amazing weekend leading up to the game. For Rich Gannon, for Julio in the studio, I am Danon Hughes. Hopefully we'll be back next week on Players Only and talking about the parade. Peace. Players Only with Dane and Hughes, brought to you by Cops Pizza Sports Bar and Grill, located in Corbin Park, offering carryout, dine-in, and delivery with a full sports bar atmosphere. Go to CopsPizza.com, 610 Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.